Welcome to a Thirsty Thursday edition of Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. And I'm really glad that the day of the week is in the title of tonight's. It's so that we can remember. So that I remember what day yes. of the week it is. Mm-hmm. That's very helpful. Whoever well, thought of that. Good thinking. It's, it's to differentiate because we are not doing a film today. We are doing our second in a series of coronavirus inspired uh, home sheltering recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh Tonight, this episode, we will be discussing recommendations of films, movies, books, TV, whatever anybody wants to discuss mm-hmm. about the 1980s and 1990s. Mm. Two strong decades. So, two decades uh, with lots of stuff that is inspiring and exciting for us to discuss. Uh, I myself wasn't aware of what day it was. We had numerous students who missed today's online learning session because they thought it was Wednesday. What's happening they were in not Easton? In, Come on they now. Were, they kids. were not aware. These kids. Where is the vector? To be fair, I am losing track of the day of the week. Yeah. So I, there is no difference right now. My if students prop- are killing it. If, <laughs> if you are properly socially distancing, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you know that there's really no difference. If you're I- one of these people that is still refusing to uh, social distance like these people in Florida and Louisiana who are going to these mega churches, uh, then whatever. But I mean, for those of us who are abiding by it, we need to uh, acknowledge what day of the week it is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we are excited. Are we still doing the four day work week, Katie? We sure are. And All right. God bless it. What a great, great idea. We maybe should take that idea forward from this moment i've tried to talk my company into it um they're, they're not down with it yeah i i, I think europe, i got a few europe is doing it europe, europe, europe is making it work considering <laughs> all right i love it yeah. um so what are we drinking tonight what's everybody Ooh. got for our i went our, back to a bottle that was in the closet because i forgot it was there um i got this in on new year's eve in mm. long island oh cool. american whiskey well, which is cool. northport <laughs> whiskey yeah. Nice. It is um, amazing. It is uh, basically a, a bourbon or, you know, American whiskey. They don't exactly tell you what the mash bill is, but okay. then they put it in bourbon barrels let to me, finish. Let me, t- let me try it again. I feel like I love what did you sold, like? Sold it Katie, better. did sold you like how he just dropped that like whiskey <laughs> knowledge there? Yeah. Just subtly Listen. like use using the terminology. He, and and I just played it off like half-assed. I knew it. That's, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Good. I know it's really very good. delicious. Yeah. Very good. I when I saw it, I knew which less. bottle I was getting as soon as I saw it. It's lovely. It's right. lovely. Love Katie, what do you have? Uh, tonight is a night for Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh. A little bit heartier. You know, it's a little chillier tonight. It felt like a, a bolder red. Uh, drinking it out of a mason jar because it was going upstairs to my bedroom and wine glasses in my bedroom have a history of ending up on the floor. So mason jar. It survived. There you uh, go. One Hope, One Hope Havertown, 30% off your cases right now because everybody on. knows you need it. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Wine drinkers. Mm-hmm. 30% off. 30% off. I'm Whoa. taking my, that's, my... That's a lot. That's a lot off. That's a lot off. Significant uh, savings. I am drinking my favorite all-time beer, Green Flash West Coast. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I don't know that. Oh, one. they Which changed it. it. They yep, the color scheme, co- oh, you know, can so. everything. Uh, if we remember from uh, last year's episodes, I was in a bit of despair because mm-hmm. I had not been able to get it. But thankfully, mm-hmm. Total Wine um, is bringing it uh, before this whole thing 
happened. I was proactive and bought every can the store had. Oh, that's so that's so genius of you. Um, I want to make one more plug that I just heard about tonight, and we mm. don't have any in the house. And I'm going to make an order tomorrow. Stateside Distillery in Philadelphia, which makes one of my favorite vodkas. They are delivering to, I think, five counties. Uh, so they've got this cute little stateside van and they are going to come to our house. I'm going to make it Did happen. Did you tell Mandy? I'm going to tell Mandy. I'm going to post she- this. I'm going to take orders from the neighborhood and we're going to, because I figured Love I'm it. not going to make them come out here for one bottle. We're going to, we're going to put together a little order here for them. I am still trying to figure out my, uh, Smokey and the Bandit-esque. Mm across state lines trans i love that i need to say one more thing before you carry on about that stateside also is making giant batches of hand sanitizer for the philly police and they will deliver that as well it looks like yeah one liter of hand sanitizer for 30 bucks that's perfect that's a good friends at uh, sons of liberty are also doing it up in the new england area and are doing a great Mm -hmm. job with that um now so obviously people have been locked at home And as a result, we're getting even more memes and uh, challenges and things, many of which I choose to ignore. But Jim has agreed to take up a challenge for us uh, today. We we don't often do this, but in in the publishing industry, uh, I know some people and uh, author by the name of Jack Carr, which has written a number of books, is running a promotional, uh, you know, know about the book campaign and they're running what they're calling the car coffee challenge. Uh, I do not drink coffee, Mm -hmm. so I will not be partaking in the challenge. But Jim has agreed to take place in our challenge. And let's explain what the challenge is. I I I'm not sure we have the rules correct, Mm. because from what I understand, the the challenge is to drink coffee as the character in the book drinks coffee, which is coffee with honey. Yes. So do you mix the honey in or is it like drink the coffee and then take a chaser of honey? No, no, no. You're Either supposed to way, put... I think it's going to be fucking delicious. Well, I was wondering if maybe there's like a weird like, I don't know. Is there a weird chemical reaction or something when you add I, honey? I, I have made, I so we've made cocktails with honey and coffee and bourbon oh, before. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, yep. all right, here we go. Am I let's, doing this now? Let's get wild. Yeah, do it. Okay. So here's, here's, here's like the, the coffee. Doing this the is cinnamon the cinnamon challenge. challenge. James DeSanto doing what James Reese, the character honey. in Savage. Yeah, this is um, it's a very clear honey. It's organic, yeah. raw, unfiltered white honey. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what's um, the coffee? What, the what, coffee is house cup coffee, roasted right here in Havertown, mm-hmm. um, Ethiopian. Which is it's our favorite. my favorite by far. It's, favorite. it's a it's a medium to light roast that yeah. is very uh, fruit it's forward. Got a little fruit, yeah. Brett uh, oh, I forgot is asking, say, wouldn't uh, that just be a natural sweetener? Yes, I, I, yeah, yes, we think so. I agreed, Buck. Buck. That's what we think. Um, I'm I'm using my little baby spoon little to stir my spoon. honey into my coffee. Mm-hmm. I hope all these um, action jam jar, action thriller book readers are not. It's crazy. This guy are, drinking. Are upset co- about co- me, don't me making. Yeah, I know. Drink it. Let's see it. Oh, I was no, in- Lord. All right. Let's see. How is it? I might make another. It's delicious. Um, I have more. Yeah. He's it's, gonna have more. It's damn good. I don't know what the challenge part is, but I am uh, interested now in reading more of the book. So I, I appreciate the challenge that uh, you know brought brought this author to my. Uh, 
There you go. You know. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Now, now we know. Coffee and honey. It's delicious. It honey. is very good. Jack Carr. You run out Savage of your, uh, your sugar because yep. God only knows what the next thing that's going to disappear is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Flour. Yeah, that's true. Well, coffee, it, a lot of times when you're dealing with these like post-apocalyptic things, mm-hmm. coffee is like effing gold. Yeah. In all these stories. So. Yeah. So we, luckily we know a guy. Yeah. Jim has taken the challenge again. Uh, Jack Carr, Savage Son, butter. April 14th. Jim's available. done the butter and the coffee. Oh, butter coffee is great. If sorry. You, if, oh, sorry, have you done Brad. that as well? I have the, no, yeah. the, the, okay. the variation on the bulletproof mm-hmm. coffee. It's actually very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you got to right. use good coffee, people. Like, if you need a good coffee, let us know. We know people mm-hmm. that can do that for yeah. you. All right. Challenge was accepted mm-hmm. and taken care of. All right. Now... We are moving on to some great music. It is it is 80s, oh, 90s day. Would we use the word great? Oh, it's not great. But I purposely mm. picked music. That uh, it, Brian considers fun. No, I don't consider fun. fun. What I chose was this. Anybody can pick good music that is still listened to. I picked music that distinctly would have been on the radio as popular in that time period mm. to evoke memories of said time period. Mm. Mm-hmm. I did not pick music that transcends time, you know, great music of the eighties or nineties. I picked music that was going to get us into the mood of mm. the eighties or the nineties. And here's a great nineties song that I challenge you to not hear this song and not think about the radio and it constantly oh, playing God. a little band known as Ace of I, Bass. I just love this song. I did. Come on. I did. Um, luckily, I had more choices of radio station than Don't. you guys yeah, did. I did not have many. I had so I had this yeah. was not played on DRE. Okay, mm. this was it's being constantly. Yeah, over. I know it was a big record all that year. Over the place. It all is such a place. weird song, though. And it the is. Heavy. Music video. Can we share this? This is some. Outstanding. This so, is. Can you move this onto Brian's face? Yeah, but put, bring it over. Bring it over. Give the people some of yeah. Now, now oh, this. There's. We're gonna. We're gonna get. Saber? We're gonna. Uh, yeah. What we're gonna it? get. We're gonna get flags on. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we're, we're, cut this off. we're just but gonna we'll give you a this. tease. Wait. Was it was because of, of the because of the audio or the video. The audio. Then bring the video over and and just show just flash some of these. I just want them to see some of this. Yes. Yeah, the, the video is ridiculous. There we, go. there we go. Isn't there a rumor that they are they are uh, white supremacists now or something? I don't know. Oh, are they? I have yeah. not heard anything about them well, in 20 Chumba years. Wumba, who was the tub thumping song, remember oh, yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. They were like, I think they might have been white supremacists. They were, were anarchists. Were they like brothers and sisters? <laughs> anarchists. Ace of base? I don't they think were, that's they were the an, necessarily the same thing, right? No, but I'm saying they at the very least were anarchists, okay. if not more are than they, I think they might an, have been skinheads. An, anarchist siblings? Are, were they a family? I think Ace of Base so like was the Nelson a family. brothers? Like ABBA? Nelson which of the, which of the ones were related? Who was they related? not skinheads. I, mm, all right. No, no. I'm saying I think Chumbawamba Ace was Ace of base base. Patrick Morgan know. doesn't know who they what are. What the hell is how, I know, Pat. Pat. How did you no, miss this? No, he knows who it is. He's wondering why the hell we're playing it. Oh, I'm on the yeah. same side. Because Brian so I will it. tell you right now. <laughs> Brian went and picked clips for songs. <laughs> and they're interesting, folks. They say a lot. This is a lot like choosing chances are. 
your this favorite is, film. Again, oh, I'm no, what songs. happens? What have you done? Well, stop know. clicking I, uh, on things. You're, don't multitask. Yeah. So, I, again, solely pick songs that I believed were reflective of mm. the radio or the be played in that time. Okay. Because if we were looking Keep at defending. good 90s music, there's plenty of stuff we could play that's well, still being played we on the radio. Well, I thought we were supposed to be recommending good oh, things. We're not, re- we're not recommending the music. Okay. All right. You let's could move. if you want. Let's All right, Katie, forward. it's, Here it's we go. your recommendation. Uh, give us some recommendations. Right. 80s or 90s stuff we should be looking at. All right. So I'm just going to hit. I'm going to play the hits, right? Like we like we want feel good movies that just, you know, let us have a little moment of escape. So I'm going Dirty Dancing and I'm going Perfect. Labyrinth. These are the two things that we need right now. I need the Troll King in my life. And <laughs> obviously I need baby. Um yeah. He's the Goblin King, by the way. Well, God yes. damn it! I haven't seen it in enough years. You're absolutely right. We need to. We need to watch this. Movie. I have not well, seen that well, movie in years. I, I used well, to watch that on guess the. Guess what, reg. everybody? It's, it's time. coming up. We have so much this oh, month. Yes. on Comagers. Yes. The oh, I'm so excited about that. Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Oh, Labyrinth? What the really? amazing thing is that that was Katie's choice, and she sent it to me, and doesn't even know that. Oh we're yeah, doing never. I, I feel like I make recommendations, and I never know if they're actually happening until you tell me that they're actually happening. Okay. Um, for some best books, best authors mm-hmm. of the 80s and 90s, I'm going to recommend uh, Barbara Kingsolver. If you're not familiar, okay. The Bean Trees is one of my absolute all-time favorite books also poisonwood bible that was a little bit later that was a 90s can't you can't go wrong with either of them Mm -hmm. so if you've never read miss barbara i highly recommend barbara kingsolver sorry i threw a book in there is that we were doing that too right why not what some people have a lot of time to read I'm not one and you're not one, but there are a lot of no, people. No, I am. I am re- I'm reading two books right now. I'm due to finish both of them by the end of the week. I'm very excited. Wow. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I love it. Uh, so those are Katie's recommendations. Now we have a special guest recommendation. Katie, why don't you intro mm. our next recommendation? Our good friend, James Costanzo, Jim Costanzo, uh, who is a movie lover a screenwriter uh just a a renaissance man connoisseur Mm -hmm. of many things of the the film industry uh also a fellow english teacher he should have him on the show at some i would love to have jimmy on the show jim who did who was my hot take the other day oh jim i don't know if jimmy's gonna like this we were watching cinderella story with hillary duff oh yeah she Chad Michael Murray. I think I think oh, Jimmy from, and Chad Michael Murray. I no. think from that's, One Tree Hill. Doppelgangers. That's his name, right? Am I thinking of the right? Yeah, name? Chad Michael yeah. Murray from yeah. One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doppelgangers. It's All right. like if him and John Krasinski had a baby, it would be. Yeah. Jimmy. Oh yeah. All right. That so would be good. Picture okay. those two people. That's Jimmy, and here's picture Jimmy's them. recommendation. Yeah. There you go. All right. Hey, Tom Majors. I thought I'd chime in with a solid '90s movie recommendation. Uh, in this case, a classic action movie, what I would consider, I guess, to be a quintessential action movie for a uh, more naive 90s era. Guys, of course, I'm talking about Wolfgang Peterson's timeless 1997 hostage drama, Air Force One. Let me ask you something. Do you guys remember a time when the presidency stood for honor and integrity? Let me believe that he could, like, kick ass, literally. Uh, well, believe it or not, this movie like restores those feelings, those much-needed feelings for its like two-hour running time. I, uh, I mean, I could stop at like Harrison Ford's The President of the United States, and I think everybody would be sold on those words alone. Um, 
it's not a perfect movie. It's got like crummy effects and really cheesy nineties style acting. But, uh, but look, it's nonstop suspense, expertly crafted. It's got Gary Oldman doing what he does best mustache twirling villainy. Right. Uh, and honestly, like it's themes are actually, they still resonate They're pretty topical even today. Like, you know, is it worth sacrificing, uh, one's loved ones for the sake of potentially saving millions? And like, you know, do our values have limits? Right. Um, I honestly, guys, I could, I have to watch to the end whenever I catch it on TV and, uh, and yeah, that's air force one. You can watch it. I think on uh, Amazon prime video, you can rent it. Ooh. So yeah, oh, boom, rent. get off my plane. Oh, that was good. You had him off. Boom. Get off my plane. Jim Costanza. Get off my plane. That is a solid recommendation. Such a solid recommendation. One arm. We've got to watch that. We're we're adding it to the DeSanto playlist. The Harrison Ford barking acting in that era is great. I haven't seen that one in so long, Mm. but it was, I mean, huge box office hit. It's great. Huge box office Is that the movie where they start off with the press conference where he says they won't negotiate with terrorists and then... I... I is that sad? So. Like we won't negotiate with terrorists. Mm. It's been a really long time. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. It is. I, I, I honestly I've, can't. We gotta he had a great run there where it was. Um, he, he was did a couple of films like that where he was in the two Jack Ryan movies. He did Patriot Games. He did uh, Clear and Present Danger. Then obviously did The Fugitive. The Fugitive, which is what lies beneath. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit less on that one, but no, um, Pat, Pat says no, that's not that's that movie. Not so I know um, it's some other movie with a plane. That, it, it's not the one with, is that the one with Seagal? It might be. That would be they, great. Were they like, uh, Keenan and Tim were that. just talking about I that. I know they were just talking executive decision. And that might be it. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's the one. Um, I think that honestly, though, I feel like Air Force One historically, not at the time because it made so much money, but I think it got overshadowed because the fugitive from that time period in Harrison Ford's career is the one people think about mm. more. I, I think and, I've only seen it once. What? Air Force One? Yeah. I remember seeing it in the theater and really liking it. You know, I think the last mm-hmm. time I saw it, I think it was one of my choices for the Royal Movie Channel when I used to pick the <laughs> movies. Nice. I think I picked it to put oh, on there. I definitely there. remember pr- watching it the on the Royal Movie it. Channel. Yeah. All and, right, Brian. Uh, great movie. My turn? Uh, yes, you Jim, your go? turn. Your okay. turn. You, what, so what do you got? For uh, music of the 80s, I would like to recommend what I think is a quintessential 80s record. The production on it screams 80s. I actually think it would be a better record if it was produced in the 90s or or after or earlier. Um, and that is Born in the USA. Ooh, so good. Which is right in the middle, 1985. Starts, you know, has the American flag on the cover. Uh, there's a great story about Bruce Springsteen has the red hat in his back pocket. And there's a great story about a guy in Asbury Park who um, gave him that hat that day and it ended up on the cover. Um, it's really funny, but that record has some really great songs on it that are kind of, for me, they're hard to listen to because they are so eighties. There's like this, like, like brilliant disguise is an amazing song, but it has this like Jimmy Buffetty kind Mm -hmm. of like groove to it thing. Yeah. Um, no retreat, no, no surrender. Um, you know, born in the USA, which most people think is a is an anthem to get her done, is a harsh criticism they, they indictment probably of probably hasn't really listened of, to the yeah post Vietnam America says. yeah, um, and that's about meeting the guy I forget his name from um born in the USA or born in born on the fourth born of July. on the fourth uh, Ron Kovac Ron Kovac yeah Kovac so Kovac 
uh, which was cool. He actually showed up for the Kennedy Center honors to induct uh, Bruce, which was really cool. Oh, very um, cool. So that's my music pick for the 80s. Before you move on from music, yeah. may I? I thought that you were going to um, discuss our daughter has a penchant for choosing like solid 80s vinyl. Oh, I, oh yeah. she does. We that was great on social so much media. Vinyl. We have so much vinyl. And she doesn't know one record from another. And she doesn't even really spend time looking. At no, them. she just feels she it. She just feel, she feels it in her soul. And she'll just pull one out. Like, it n- never fails. Yeah, it's something. Never fails. Well, we don't really have bad records, so there's no, no, that no, no, to no, no. consider. We have too. all great music, but <laughs> I'm saying she goes 80s rock. Yeah. Like every single time. Yeah. And so most recently it was the Hooters, and I forgot yeah. what an a nervous outstanding night. album that is. Hooters Nervous you, Night is great. Why don't you play uh, a little selection of 80s music I've selected oh, for what, us what here? Play, play one of the 80s uh, songs this, for us. This is not the kind of stuff that our child is picking from the vinyl. But I do love this song. <laughs> the original version of this is so much better. In the mall. The mall yeah. concert. Yes, Tiffany. All right, we're going to jump ahead so we don't get a... Please. Next to the train. That's what they say when we're together. And watch how you play. Don't jump on that train. They don't understand. And so we're running just as fast as oh, the bangs yeah. in the crowd. Yeah, it's so good. Right. So oh. I, okay, I do. Can I just add one thing? We have played two songs that I've been harshly criticized yeah. about, yeah. both of which the minute they start playing, Katie starts singing. I know. Dance. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Not so sing along. we should perhaps I sing, along, I sing along to everything. Perhaps should lower our standards. Whether, is what you're saying? No, I think you should perhaps you could play. If your what would the fox say? And I would sing along ooh, with it. Well, we were playing that today. Jack loves that one. Song. I'm to still going to sing along to it. Yeah, well, uh, my point is people will be singing along to it at home, right. too. I hope I hope you are. I hope you are, listeners. The, you are having a moment of joy. The original song was used in the trailer for 10 Cloverfield Lane, mm, and it mm-hmm. is one mm-hmm. of the best trailers I've ever seen. Who Agreed. sings the original? Uh, Do you know? I forget the name of the band. I don't, it's don't like a, it off the top of my head. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was like that 80s teen thing where they were remake and like they didn't have any original songs like Debbie Gibson, her like Tommy they were James all and the Shondells. Tommy James yeah. and the Shondells. Uh, but apparently Green Day does a cover of it. Or really? Billy Joe Armstrong alone solo. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, actually, right. it just came out this week. All right. But just an FYI, if you were interested, unfortunately canceled due to coronavirus. Tiffany was touring this summer oh, with man. Debbie Gibson. Guess what? Not fucking interested. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's shocker. Uh, what else do you have, Jim? Recommendations? Uh, I, 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 the 80s and 90s were a prolific time for Stephen King. So pick anything. I mean, there's a run starting in 80 with like Firestarter, the uh, the Gunslinger starts in, in 82, Pet Cemetery, um, it, the Misery, <laughs> the Stand, like. Not only is like the bulk of his work, I think, in the 80s and 90s, there are at least 10 novels in there that are like classic Stephen, Stephen, not even Stephen King books, just classic. Well, all time classic yeah. for that genre. Yeah. Um, all the way up to like the, my favorite Dark Tower book in 1997, Wizard and Glass. So, so um, just, and you, I mean, you just can 
say Stephen King, put in a, a time period and any of the ones you pick yes. is almost worth reading. Yeah, pretty much. I love that our listeners have just taken to just saying no and yes on whether they- it's not just a li- not our listeners, just Pat. And that was his response to my questions. I just enjoy looking at the the conversation. Yeah, he doesn't understand that there's a slight delay, so we have no idea what he's talking about. Yes, I'm just guessing it was in response I mean, to my question. He's not in charge of a lot of things. I thought so it was you, like you see, you no know, you to understand. Tiffany. Yes to Stephen King. No, it was saying, no to that movie. Stephen King. Yes, yes it was to executive. Tiffany. Yes <laughs> to Tiffany. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, are we good? What else you got? What else you got? For um, us? I was going to recommend a TV show that you can yes. probably binge somewhere. Um, Perfect. Go with it. What, and I would say I would leave it to Brian because it is probably the greatest '90s TV show, and it's his favorite. The X Files. X Files. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is on, I believe, Amazon. Oh, no, you know what? I might be on Hulu now. Yeah. It's on because, the Costello you know what? It is streaming network. Because um, oh, I do own every season on disc. Mm-hmm. And while I I think it, as, I, get, as lending I got older, um, I, I've rewatched the X-Files a few times um, here and there. And I had like the edition where you could just stick to the main storyline, um, the overarching storyline. Uh, and I wouldn't do that. I think you should watch them all because I think the... As as I get older, the monsters of the week stories are um, much better. Are much better. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. I You'll used meet to love Brian those Cranston. Ones. You meet everybody. Yeah. I mean, like the people who were on that show. Vince Gilligan started his career. I mean, mm-hmm. all the people. Oh, such a good show on Hulu because I believe I if it's not already that was part of the 20th Century Fox deal that Disney bought. Yeah. So they have it. Uh, wonderful. Now it is time to hear from our friends. Tim and Keenan from the Pop Adult podcast with their Thirsty Thursday segment of the week for yeah, us. This is a little long, so stick with us, and uh, we might have to stop it here and there to, to interject. But Hello, Com Majors. This is Keenan, And I'm Timmy. And we're the hosts of the Pop Adult podcast. Hope you're enjoying your little episode of Thirsty Thursday from Com Majors. So this week they said the topic is 80s and 90s. And as soon as they said that, I just instantly thought of... In the 80s and 90s, there were a ton of kids' movies that were just really inappropriate for kids. Yeah. For number five, we have Return to Oz, made in 1985. Uh, this is supposed to be a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. It starts off with no one believing Dorothy Gale about Oz, so she's put in a mental hospital and is about to get shock therapy. I don't. I'm gonna stop there. I don't yeah. remember this at all. Oh, I do, and it was fucking terrifying. Okay, I no, I do, and I remember seeing it. And I was, and I already had a lot of issues with the original. Um, <laughs> was sort of Oz growing up. Scarecrow was, was showing up in your dreams. No, the flying monkeys. Mm. Very scared of flying monkeys. Mm. That uh, I've never. I don't know if I've ever agreed with Keenan more. This movie <laughs> is fucking terrifying all right let's move let's listen oz it starts off with no one believing dorothy gale about oz so she's put in a mental hospital and is about to get shock therapy and from that point on it just gets more and more messed up which dorothy is played by feruza balk yep a very young feruza balk who the movie that my mind goes to when i hear her name is Waterboy for some reason even though or the, or the craft yeah, yeah. the craft <laughs> but yeah number uh that's number 5 number 4 is garbage pail kids <laughs> <laughs> which i definitely had a lot of these trading cards for some reason when i was a child so i do want to, I, 
<laughs> we gotta stop there garbage again. Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah, because the the idea of uh, Garbage Pail Kids is hilarious to me. Then that's the line, and it's always sunny when they're like, when Charlie has the whole binder, the complete collection of Garbage Pail Kids, and he's like, I'm gonna sell that. Frank's like, I'm gonna sell that stupid binder of those babies doing disgusting things, and he's like, if you're talking <laughs> about the book of babies doing amazing things. Anyway, sorry. I, this was on how did it get made, right? I've, I don't think I've ever seen this movie. No, Garbage and I just lost the place, so I'm going to have to skip around to see where they were. One Metascore. One. Oh, yeah, there we are. Yeah, here we go. All right, here we go. Starring uh, <laughs> Sean Astin's brother. <laughs> oh, Mackenzie Astin. I mean, just for context, it's a 2.6 on IMDb. It's got a <laughs> one Metascore. One. <laughs> That might be. I feel like we've done a movie that was a zero, but yes. Katie can't maybe deal. maybe I'm misquoting. That's really low, people. Yeah. Uh, number three is The Witches from 1990. Mm-hmm. And oh. if you don't get a nightmare the first time that the witches like peel off their skin and pull out pull off their hair, you're a psychopath. Because really, that is the most disturbing thing ever. Well, and. For those who don't remember, the quick tagline is a young boy stumbles onto a witch convention and must stop them, even after he has been turned into a mouse. And that's not true. He gets turned into a rat. Right. Well, yeah. So if you don't remember the movie, now you might remember it. Do you remember a movie called The Witches, Katie? I, Ronald Dahl, story, by the way. Yeah. From Charlie. I was, please. I was Roald. I was shown <laughs> that movie in school. Mm. Yeah, he's terrifying. dark. He's dark and twisty. That's fine. Yeah. Um, let's, Angelica let's Houston turning kids into little rats, and the thing that sticks to, sticks in my brain is the little rat characters were like this is 1990, so CGI like wasn't a thing. <laughs> so these disgusting little like puppets or claymation things that look. <laughs> terrifying they're so disgusting <laughs> anyway moving on number two the, uh not sorry not the labyrinth just labyrinth hey! 1986 uh yeah. which david bowie's penis probably in, in, <laughs> in his pants <laughs> in his pants also the plot of the movie about a 16 year old jennifer Connolly, which she was 16 at the time of filming and her Quasi love affair with David Bowie, who is a full on adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not not That's even true. close to b- being a teenager. Very very strange. <laughs> also not strange also, a lot, for a lot of the like monsters in this were pretty terrifying. They even could the be ones to a small kid, yes. Like even the ones that end up being her friend, they're they're mm-hmm. still really ugly creatures. <laughs> Ludo. All right, let's stop there. And, and we'll, do, uh, we'll, we'll come back to, to get one. their top one. Yeah. Good. It's my turn. I have all my stuff oh, dear Lord. recommendations today. Jesus There's Christ. not enough wine. I have collated these by Metacritic score. And I also have all hard media in honor of Keenan Laird. Uh, so I actually am just going to re- jokingly, I'm just going to recommend s- several books this week, all from the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, first and foremost, John Grisham's The Firm, Mm -hmm. a classic if nobody's read it, Uh, legal thriller. Uh, If you don't have time to read the book, perhaps you'll watch the movie. Mm -hmm. 
with Tom Cruise. I did enjoy the movie. Sidney Pollock film. Amazing film. Book slightly different. Amazing book. Uh, highly recommend John Grisham's The Firm if you're looking for something. And that's an easy one. Obviously, m- the big issue for a lot of people now is libraries are closed everywhere. So, you know, for some people, if you don't have a digital reader, I personally don't like reading on iPads and things like that. And I know there are other people who don't. You can't get the um, thing. So but there are a lot of books you can get access to via computer and the firm is one. So I picked some ones that are a little bit older. So if you have to go the route of a Kindle or something like that, they're a little bit cheaper than the newer books that are hard to come by. Uh, second one, I grew up and absolutely love. And I remember, and it was in, um, I won't give away the end, but it really ties into a disturbing thing that would happen a number of years later in the world is Tom Clancy's dead of honor. Love Tom Clancy. This is my favorite Tom Clancy book. Was never turned into a, a movie or anything like that. Really fascinating story. It was one of the things I would read in high school when I was supposed to be reading The Good Earth. And I was like, I'm not reading. That font is aggressive as fuck. The, the, yeah, that's, not the com- that's the Tom Clancy Yeah, I know. It's the Tom Clancy, Clancy yeah. Isn't that uh, interesting how authors have like a... They did. A and it's, be- it's well, so... That's, yeah, Stephen King's was yeah. the Stranger Things font. Yeah. So. That yeah. is, but this is a, this is a really good one. If people have never read this one, again, I feel like a lot of the Tom Clancy stuff that people have read have been the ones that were turned into movies. But if you've never read one, that's good. And then someone who we've talked about on the show passed away recently. It was the book that started me reading him. This is the book itself, the book that I had. Little high school Brian Costello was able to get this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tiny Hustlers. little plane mm-hmm. under dragon. the very large dragon. I know. Font. Font. Dragon by Clive Cussler. Hmm. Fantastic read. All our good action adventure movies. And I wanted to throw in just a little something for the kids. Hmm. Uh, okay. If you're, if you're looking for something to watch with the kids, they're getting a little burned out. Uh, a show from the 90s, uh, a personal favorite little something called a pup named Scooby-Doo. I do love your Scooby-Doo. little pup named Scooby-Doo. The Costello kids love pup named Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Highly recommend. Uh, it, unfortunately, you can only purchase via hard media right now. I do not know where it's streaming. <laughs> and uh, let's go back to our friends at Pop Adult. Oh, right away? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, well, wait, wait. Do we want to wait? Well, let's go. I, I, finish we, it up. We, okay. Let's we'll do it. it. Just let's yep. do it. Right through. And then, of course, for number one, we have The Dark Crystal, which is ah, another Jim Henson ah, another film Katie. from 1982. They're right with you here. Mm-hmm. You're like disturbing hey. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, oh, no, I don't the like The Dark Crystal. I and think like when the emperor super weird. fades to dust. That's some freaky traumatizing stuff. You know, I didn't watch this until I was in college. My my roommate was referencing this movie. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? The Jim Henson movie? Mm-hmm. Weird looking vulture creatures. And he's like, you've never seen the Dark Crystal? And he like sat me down that night and we watched it together. And I was like, how did I never see this? And <laughs> we initially had Labyrinth 1, Dark Crystal 2. Right. But I I said the only redeeming thing from Dark Crystal was the little creatures, the gelflings or whatever they're called. Right. They and are- Labyrinth does have some musical things and like some good songs, the dance magic dance that is fun for kids. Well, I think that's overall while I put why I convinced you to put Labyrinth 2 yeah. versus vice versa, um, because I think Labyrinth has more kid-friendly uh, scenes. I could listen yes. to his or voice all, like I was just all. finding myself oh, yeah. just getting into a trance on Tim's voice. Do you and see then that what happens when Keenan talks? 
It, it like, snaps, snaps, right snaps you right snaps out. Snaps me right, right out. out. I was going to say you could use it like a, as a meditation app. It and is. We could just yes, edit. We could do. just. It's like the, what's the the, uh, the guy on? Yeah, it's it's the guy from um, oh, Lord, who is it? The Game of Thrones. It's from Game they, of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, his, There's uh, a couple of them that are doing. He's little, not little fingers. He's no. Uh, he's uh, Peter Dinklage's buddy. Bron. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Bron from Game of Thrones. He's on the Com app. I want Tim. Calm out. Just, I have a voice for you. Tim, you need to work just, on your British accent and then you'll be rolling in the money. Mm, we true. could just edit Keenan out of every pop adult episode and you mm. could listen to that. Mm. That's a great idea. I need things because when I wake up at night, I have a hard time falling back to sleep. And so sometimes I will put on a sleep story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could use I love that. It. Yep. I love of it. course, I'm, then we have uh, two honorable mentions. One is the peanut butter solution, which I anytime I bring this up, most people do not remember this movie at all. It's about this kid who gets scared by two ghosts and lose all his hair, and then they try Don't to remember this at help all. him with this. I do remember this, and we're we're going to talk about the plot for one second. It is effed up. Keenan is one hundred percent right. This kid gets scared to the point his hair falls it. out, and. From what I remember, Brian, I'm not going to look it up. You'll have to, if you're looking it up, I need you to check the plot. From what I remember, they create this peanut butter solution that he rubs on his head that makes his hair grow. It's like magic hair, right? right? And then he gets kidnapped by this artist who finds out that if he cuts this kid's hair and makes paintbrushes out of them, it makes like magical paintings that is really weird. Then I remember another kid putting the peanut butter solution on his nuts because he wanted hair what? down there. Yeah, it that I, this looks like a foreign another G-rated movie yeah, from the eighties. Such a good eighties movie. Wow, I yeah. I am terrified just at the breakdown of that film. Yeah, help him with this formula to make hair, and it includes peanut butter, and his <laughs> hair just keeps on growing. I don't know. It's just one of those movies I remember from childhood that's it was really freaky and weird. And then the other honorable mention is Never Ending Story, and it's an honorable mention only for one scene, and that is when Atreyu's horse, yeah. uh, Artax, yeah. dies. Because mm. oh, it's, like it's, it's not super long scene, but it, it gets sucked into a swamp and dies. And Atreyu, yes. you know, his owner and best friend watches it die in front of his eyes and it's just like horrifying it's so bad (laughs) all right well i think that's all we got for you for this thirsty thursday hope everybody's you know washing their hands washing their bums keeping clean (laughs) staying indoors uh this has been very hard you know i'm on day like 17 of quarantine and like it's it's getting interesting yeah stay safe out there guys that's why we keep providing you with some content to try to keep you entertained keep your mind off of like what's kind of going crazy outside right now and of course you can find our podcast pop adult on itunes tune in spotify anywhere that you prefer listening to podcasts and we of course are on facebook instagram and twitter and now back to your regular programming of com majors well thank you yeah I, I had to cut good. them down a little bit and I was going to cut the end. And then I thought, no, I got to leave that in. Cause I think everyone is feeling those feelings. So, um, yeah. Oh my God. Did you see James Corden put together a oh, little late so night good. episode and he had the cast of dear Evan Hansen do, uh, you are not alone. 
Oh, my dear Lord. I don't know if you all feel like you need a little cry, but even if you don't, you do. You need it. You need it. You need to get a little bit of that out. And so can we put a link to that also in our recommendations? Because everybody needs to watch it. Of course we can. Yep. Just let it all out. And we also have one final guest because he was called out for not being around recently. Jerry has returned with a recommendation from the 80s and the 90s for us. So here we go. Hey guys, I wanted to give you a couple of movie recommendations. A 1980s classic, along with its uh, 1997 counterpart, which I think was probably the better movie. So the 80s movie was some kind of wonderful with Eric Stoltz uh, and Mary Stuart Masterson. And compare that to its 1997 predecessor, the uh, wonderful Trojan Wars with Will Friedel and Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> there we- do I don't know that did- second one oh, at all. I- oh, I do. We watch that movie all the time, Jerry and I. Uh, there's another one, it, so and it was cute. it was literally, by the way, the same plot as some kind of wonderful. And then there was another one. It was a movie called Overnight Delivery. Did you guys ever see that? Mm-mm. So it was like one of Paul Rudd's first movies. <laughs> so it was Paul Rudd in Reese Witherspoon. But the plot of it literally is almost the same exact plot as um, Road Trip. Yeah road, trip, yeah, yeah. road trip came after it, though. But it was like in the 80s and 90s, they were doing the same. It, like, when I tell you, like, it's almost the same movie. I wonder if it was like the same script. And they're like, we'll just throw Tom Green in this. Nobody saw the overnight delivery because it was one of those like direct video. And that's kind of what Trojan War. Trojan War is actually a pretty funny movie. Uh, young Jennifer Love Hewitt and Will Friedel, who was. Eric Matthews on Boy Meets World. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know where you could probably find that on YouTube for free. Yeah. <laughs> you probably just search that and you'll find it. We did movie. get another recommendation on our, we got a few recommendations on our Facebook thread. Yes, we did. So why don't we read all? Yeah, of them? we should read it. Yeah. We should read a bunch of them. So I got a, uh, you want to read them? You read them. You yeah. Yeah. So right. um, we got uh, <laughs> Gummy Bears, which uh, Christian Conda recommended Gummy Bears, which is, on Disney Plus right now, our daughter Eva is kind of binging it, and she loves it. Mm-hmm. Love um, that show. That was a favorite of mine. Yeah, Fraggle Rock from oh, uh, I loved Fraggle Patricia Rock. Bergstrom. Do you know what? Fraggle Rock was kind of creepy, I thought, at points, too. It was a little creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they were, like, worried that those things were going to eat them. Eat Fraggles. Them. Yeah. Um, Drew Pigeon recommends Magnum P.I. He oh. said he didn't watch it in the 80s, but he loves watching the uh, the reruns in the 90s. Yeah, to be clear, the the real Magnum PI, not the current CBS. Oh, I didn't know oh, there I even was one. Oh it. God, it was. Uh, I definitely awful, used to watch that with Peg. And Christian McLaughlin said, "Stand by Me" was always mm. a favorite, and I love that movie. Um, so it's good. also a fantastic novella that mm-hmm. is included in Stephen King's um, different mm. seasons. I like how you say the word novella. Yeah, which is I think also in different seasons also includes. Um, apt pupil, which is also became oh, a movie. I remember that yeah. movie. Yeah, with uh, Ian McKellen. Yes. Um. So check it out. All right. Awesome. I love Stand by Me. So good. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh. Well, it wouldn't be comedy if we didn't have a game. Oh gosh. So this is a new Thirsty Thursday game that we're going to be referring to as the final countdown. It's the final Jim, countdown. Our music, uh, dude. Beep, 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 beep. 
I'm gonna turn your hundred dollars into a hundred pennies. Do you, do you know what I like? And we can stop. We just need a little bit of that. That's foreshadowing for next oh, week. Oh, very, nice. very nice. Foreshadowing. Uh, today's final countdown game is we're going to attempt to uh, say a few things that we individually love that other people might not be big fans of. Mm. So I'll mm. go first to give mm. some examples mm-hmm. and then Jim and Katie can give you know one or two examples mm-hmm. of things okay. that they might like that mm-hmm. other people don't like. And Jim inspired me to be more positive. A lot of people have been yeah. doing these threads on Facebook with things that they hate that other people like. So we mm-hmm. flipped it and we're saying, what are some things that we love that maybe other people do? So in essence, it's a slight recommendation for something for mm-hmm. people. Yeah. To do. And let, let me just say, I heard, I heard some folks talking about this on the Dax Shepard podcast, as far as um, how you, how you create a bond with other people and, uh, online, a lot of it is re- revolves around hating something together, right? And if we talk about literally forming a hate group around something, uh, there's not really m- anywhere for you to go other than say like, oh, yeah, we both don't like this thing. However, if you bond over liking something, you're way more likely to find other things that you um, also like and there's a much better relationship formed. So yeah. um, I think it's important to not be piling on and and that was sort of eye-opening for me in in a little bit i, I will still it. hate the movies brian recommends but of course the jim hates me i yeah. think secretly <laughs> but he just feels like he can't get rid of me at this point <laughs> i'm just somehow it's been i've been around too long so he can't get rid mm-hmm. of me uh, so i will start here's uh and maybe we could go back and forth we can all kind of mm-hmm. one thing that i love that i feel like a lot of people don't like mm-hmm. is corned beef hash you are correct <laughs> I love uh, now I I have limited myself to eating it only mm-hmm. once a year now. Mm-hmm. I eat it Christmas morning <laughs> as a gift to myself. No. It's also the only time Aileen will allow. What is corned beef hash? Be. Can we talk corned about beef that? Hash is di- uh, it depends on where you purchase it. It's uh-huh. diced uh, uh, onions <laughs> and, you know, ground beef. It's corned beef. It's not ground yeah, beef. Well, dude. it's sweet, but it's chopped up, you know, and it's delicious. So corned beef is basically a brisket that's been yes, brined. It, yeah, brined in. But With it's hash browns. Delicious. Yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah, I think like, so. Well, kind of. So it's it depends like steak and potatoes. Yes. It is. And it is delicious. I am shamed by my wife. <laughs> I've, never I ha- I've never had it, so I can't I really sh- say I, I am just, ashamed. It's just the can. It comes in a can. Yeah, like that's part of part part of the problem yeah. it is and listen I, it's much better if you go i would recommend uh, making you your own never, yeah or if you go to mm. some like breakfast places it's it's starting to come in as something and they'll make really good it's fresh and good and corned beef hash that's mm. something right. i like that a lot of people don't like and i remember one time in manioc where brian could only get the word half out of his mouth and it was <laughs> yes. <corned> <laughs> <hot>. <laughs> What are you gonna have? What, what do you? What's gonna make you feel better, Brian? Corn beef. Yeah, well, sounds about par for the course. So we had like a can. There was like a can inside, like a glass box that we had to break. Yes. To get it for Brian to bring him back to life. It was it like was our like, AED, but it was Brian's corn beef. Corn beef hash it was delicious. All right, what's something one of you guys have? I have a, a weird food combination that makes other people seem to feel slightly nauseous. Wait, can I ask, is it um, frozen spinach and macaroni and cheese? No. 
That's Lori Carino. Sorry. And that, no, no, to no. be that's fair, a, no, no, no. that's oh. not terrible no, if she prepared she, it correctly. Yeah, but she usually <laughs> would pile things on top of that. So yeah, that, yeah. Would be the was, and there would be like the white asparagus. Yeah. It was disgusting. <laughs> yes. Was, the bagged Katie, what is iceberg yours? salad. <laughs> okay. Mine is, um, I love a tuna fish sandwich with American cheese and a glass of cold milk. Whoa, oh, God. I'm throwing <laughs> you off so bad. <laughs> So delicious. I think food is where this is lives. Like the best. So delicious. Jim does not like milk. I do was not like. Jim was always offended when I got milk out of the milk sack. <laughs> do not like milk as a drink. He did not like the milk sack at and Scranton. Certainly not with a meal. And he. Just, I he, love he, milk. That he milk is, shames at people daily. Brian would get meatloaf with gravy or yeah. turkey with gravy, mashed potatoes. Also with stuffing. gravy, mm -hmm. stuffing, mm -hmm. and a also giant glass of milk. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Whole. Whole milk. Whole yeah. milk. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Was there a differentiation? I'm not sure there were different choices. I think well, you I could get 2%. I, uh, there was, I was not going to drink skim. skim, to be clear. No, no. did not drink um, skim. What is something you like that so other people one don't like? thing that I do that I think is a weird combination is if I was going to get a breakfast sandwich, if there's the option to get it on... A cinnamon raisin bagel. I will oh. do that. Okay. I love the salty sweet combination of that. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, City City Tap House had a grilled cheese and ham sandwich that was made on cinnamon raisin bread that was fantastic for that reason. Mm -hmm. Bring it back. Um, I also like so like I wouldn't say um, a lot of people dislike, but I there are certain musicians and 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 um yeah i would say music groups that i like that i feel like there's a large group that either hates them for whatever reason um so like i would say like dave matthews sort of oh, falls in that god the hatred for dave matthews at this point he is did, really funny he did a concert from home the other day it was just absolute perfection just incredible He's such an amazing musician, and I think it's probably that a lot of folks just hate the uh, the people that like him at this point. Which, if we're being honest, most of the people that go to his concerts don't really know his music. Oh, whatever. It's a lot of young kids. No, so I just feel like that's unfair. Yeah. To judge the the artist based on the folks yeah. that are going to his shows. Yeah. So. All right. Well, there we go. That is three other recommendations, all mm -hmm. food related, food. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. yourself get yourself a breakfast sandwich on a cinnamon raisin bread well, product with the side of corned beef hash and oh, then yeah. chase it with a tuna sandwich with american cheese and a big glass of milk i would not do tuna and cheese with a cinnamon raisin bread product. hey you might be on something i don't know and a side of corned beef hash. i did have a tuna delicious. fish tuna fish one time that had like cranberries and stuff in it that was oh, good yeah. yeah interesting all right. Well, mm -hmm. wonderful. Uh, so right. those are our recommendations for this week. Right. Next week's Thirsty Thursday, because let's be clear, the social distancing societal lockdown situation is not going away before next no, Thursday. So the long haul. Yep. we shall be back yep. next week. We are doing sitcoms that we love. We're going to mm. be recommending. And this is even more exciting. Each of us is going to give you one episode from a sitcom that we love uh, and we'll put it up on social media. So we're not going to, you know, we would love for you to watch all of it, but it, it could be manageable. Watch this episode of mm -hmm. this show. Watch this. Mm -hmm. 
and enjoy, uh, you know, make a little uh, laughter in your life there. I like uh, it. I know which one I want. Uh, so I'll share with everybody right now. I'm going to be uh, selecting from the office, the episode known as the dinner party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We should uh, make sure that, that we at least let each other know so we can watch them before. Yes. Now. And that will be in the offices everywhere. Uh, Jim, are you going to, well, we'll, we'll no. put it out there later. Yeah. Yep. We'll put it out there. Later. Yeah. Let everybody think about what they're doing. Um, so if you have an episode of a sitcom that you love or a sitcom that you love, we'll be asking of course, for recommendations, feel free to uh, share a video uh, or audio uh, message with us. Whenever you want, it could be as simple as uh, recording it on your voice memo app on your mm-hmm. iPhone and emailing it to commajors at gmail.com uh, or going on our anchor um, yep. link and recording something for us. We'd love to hear from you in terms of that. Our next full commajors episode is Knives Out. Woo-hoo. Ooh. Oh, my Which gosh. Is- oh, Brian, I have oh some gosh. news for you. Uh-oh, What? We now can cash out with Anchor. Yes. And we each get more than a dollar. But we're at $4.11. We have seen the coronavirus increase our... Listen. I I don't know if that's true, but sure. The cash out button on there is very enticing. $4.11 will get you... Brian... How many of the 2,800 plays have come from your account? 2,700. <laughs> and Katie accounts for the others. Yes. I, I've never I, once listened. I actually, I want to say this. I'm throwing this out here. When we get to $5, I want to take all that money and put it on a $5 scratch ticket that we will do on the show live. <laughs> I thought you were going to do something like when we get to $5, you're going to shave your head or I don't know, no. something. I might have to shave my head as part of not having. Yeah, what do uh, we think about quarantine beard? Oh, well, you know, it's going. Mm-hmm. It's going to be long. It's uh, Yeah, go Are for you it. You can, start, it? No, you can start. I sort of have like a natural line. There's like a few. You could start beating it. Jim, pick one more one more selection. We don't want to cheat the people here. One more to. song. Play 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 some music for us. Okay, what, I'm what? just going to jump into the middle of this one somewhere right. and hope it's Go a right. Can we use this to play us out? Yeah, sure. play it Let's out. Do it. All we'll right, everybody. everybody. Have a great weekend. Out. Bye. Good weekend. I don't get it. Yep. Why? Yeah. Why? I'm not really a fan of that song, no, actually. It's, but it's used in a lot of historical references. Is mm. but whatever. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Play some soldier on music. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.